Welcome to Let It Be Easy with Susie Moore. Hello, my friend. I want to share with you something that I learned in Al-Anon years ago as a teenager. Now, if you don't know what Al-Anon is, it is almost like the sister group to AA, to Alcoholics Anonymous. It's for the friends and family, people who love the person living with the addiction. And my dad would go to AA. Sometimes it was court ordered. His his doctor would really, really uh, impress it upon him, the importance of going to AA. And I remember one of his doctors, she said to me, you know, she saw my frustration. I knew that my dad was killing himself slowly. It was heartbreaking. If you have ever loved an addict, I feel you. I have space in my heart for you. I know the roller coaster that that experience is. I know the frustration and the pain that comes with seeing all this repetition without progress. You can feel like you take a step back with somebody and then they just fall seven steps, one step forward and it feels like it's seven or eight steps back. I know you, I feel you, I am you. And even if you haven't had an experience like this, I still find this piece of wisdom from Al-Anon wildly valuable, wildly helpful, wildly insightful. And it's frankly given me a lot of peace. So in Al-Anon, they teach you how to not judge, how to manage and protect and preserve your own energy, how to take care of yourself, how to be someone who's not an enabler, yet someone who is just a loving stable force in an addict's life without, by managing to, to your own boundaries, without giving everything that you have away and feeling scared all the time and feeling depleted all the time. And I remember this one time I was with my group and the team leader said, because I remember thinking, gosh, why can't my dad just like stop drinking? Like surely it is just something that he has the power to do. He's a very clever man. He is really funny. He has a lot going for him, right? He's got two daughters who love him. And the man, the head of the group said to me, asking your father to not live with an addiction, right? So to not be addicted to drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be, is like telling someone in a wheelchair to get up and walk. He said, look, if that is their limitation, they cannot do it. Just because it's not visible, it's not physical in the same way something like being in a wheelchair is. The sympathy, the empathy, the capacity to allow someone to live with a condition, it, it can feel like we, we cannot accept it. But when we have this very stark example, when he said to me, you know, expecting your dad to stop drinking is like asking someone in a wheelchair to get up and walk. Of course they want to. I'm sure he's like, no one is waking up going, how can I, you know, mess up my life? How can I, uh, do all the, th- create this experience that, you know, excessive addiction will do for you? He's like, that's not what anybody wants or chooses. It's an illness. So that completely shifted and improved my relationship with my father. I became less judgmental, far more compassionate, and way more just at peace in this accepting place of allowing him to be who he is. And then, more recently, I mean, I lost my dad now 20 years ago to addiction. All I could do is love him and show up for him 
and be there for him in a way that was healthy for me too. But recently a friend of mine, she's kind of reconnected with her dad after I think some on and off, uh, an on and off relationship over the years for various reasons that aren't really important here. But I remember that she said to me, look, I have these kind of, she didn't put it in this language, I'm giving you the subtext, but she was essentially saying that he's not loving her the way she wants him to. He wants her, she wants him to be more interested. She wants him to ask about her kids. She wants him to show up, to make more of an effort, to drive the two hours. She wants him to love her in the way that maybe she would if she were in that position or if one day as an adult when her kids are an adult too, the way that maybe she would show up for them. And my friend, let me tell you this, Al-Anon wisdom still applies. I said to her, you know, maybe you're asking your dad to be someone who he isn't. Like maybe you're asking him to become this extremely hands-on, generous, always available, emotionally available father. And it's simply not who he is. He's not capable of it. It's not because there's anything bad or wrong here. It's just not him. Who he is is him. Who you are is you. And just because he doesn't love you the way you want him to, doesn't mean he doesn't love you with all he has. So my friend, where are we suffering based on thinking other people need to change or when someone else changes, then we can be happy and relax and we can finally take a breath. Can we lose our expectation, our judgment, our absolute correct ruling as to how other people need to behave and show up? Or can there be a place in our heart, a place within us that can just love them no matter what? Not only is this beautiful for them, my friend, it's beautiful and peaceful for you. Until next time, love and ease. Hey friend, I've got something really cool for you. I want to give you free access to my signature course called Slay Your Year, which typically sells for $997. You can check it out, all the details at slayyouryear.com. All you have to do to get access is leave me a review, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a snapshot of it and send it to info at susie-more.com. That's info at susie-more.com and we'll get you set up with access.